Waking up has never felt this good. I love the music. the music. Best music. Breakfast with friends on CCFM 107.5. 107.5. And today we say a very good morning to Daniela Ellerbeck. She's an attorney and legal advisor to Freedom of Religion South Africa, or 4SA. And uh, we will be discussing the unprecedented response from the faith community in rejecting the Department of Justice's proposed Amendments to Papuda, also known as the Equality Act. Daniela, thank you so much for your time. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Jonathan. Um, I'm well. It's always a pleasure to be with you and your listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, there has been an unprecedented opposition from South Africa's faith community to the highly controversial Papuda Amendment Bill. The Department of Justice had told 4SA that they would consider all comments received until the 30th of June, 2021. And by the end of June, 30, uh, the 30th of June, where were we standing with the comments? Yeah, Jonathan, so the faith community um, in South Africa really rose up. And the combined 4SA and DRSA platform had logged nearly 90,000 submissions. Wow. Um, so I just want to say thank you to CCFM and every other radio um, platform that has given 4SA um, a chance to speak on this issue to the faith community in South Africa. Um, just making people aware and then for the faith community getting active and actually sending in submissions. Um, Apart from the Christian community that we know of, we also know that um, another organization which, which represents many members okay, report, reported sending in over 63,000 submissions to oppose the bill. And then many thousands of submissions were also sent in from members of the Islamic faith. So you see this bill's a drastic overreach and interference by the state into the hearts and sacred teams of their faith. So while we are still waiting to hear from the department about the exact number of submissions that were received, for us, I can confidently say that well over 100,000 submissions have been sent in just from the faith community in South Africa, which so, is the biggest response to a religious freedom issue the faith community has ever given. That is fantastic. And I want to say thank you to each and every individual because I know there were people that said, you know, we've got to press this, we've got to push this. And they were sending out WhatsApp messages on WhatsApp groups. They were doing posts mm. on social media sites and so forth. So that is fantastic. Love it. So, uh, Daniele, could you quickly just recap for us what were and what are the religious freedom issues in this bill uh, that were so serious and just, you know, again, to highlight the whole reason for this wonderful response. So, Jonathan, um, these are the proposed changes to the Current Equality Act, um, which has been law since 2000. And the changes um, are the most dangerous that have been proposed that 4 has come across in our work since we were um, founded in 2014, which, um, and these changes will directly affect every listener, organization, and church. And the changes proposed, amongst other things, to change both the definitions of discrimination and equality, significantly broadening both of them. Now, I mean, if you're working on an act whose very name is the promotion of equality and the prevention of unfair discrimination, hence the Peter, and you're changing the definitions of both discrimination and equality, you're changing the very nature of the act. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other changes proposed um, are also that liability for discrimination be radically expanded. So that, for example, employers will be liable for the discriminatory conduct of their employees, even if their employer didn't know about it, and even if the employee didn't intend to act um, discriminatory 
in a discriminatory fashion because that's another thing is that discrimination um, gets changed to include acts that aren't intentional. So this is why there's been such a massive public outcry from different sectors of society, from the faith sector to the financial sector to civil society organizations, all saying this was a very bad idea. Now, the proposed changes will have an impact on every South African, including churches and other religious institutions, non-profit organizations, and individual believers. With um, government ministers, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, Jonathan, you go. No, 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 it's fine. Carry on. You, you're doing such a great job. It's Because, I mean, the, the big question in my mind is, how does this affect our belief, our churches? I mean, you know, we are supposed to be the body of Christ. No, exactly. So a major concern from the faith community is that the bill overturns any form of religious autonomy um, with the government ministers passing regulations and codes of conduct. Now, these regulations and codes of conduct will dictate to organizations what measures they need to pass to um, implement, um, you know, programs to eliminate discrimination, again, defined, you know, redefined in the bill, and to promote equality, also redefined in the bill. And this will effectively amount to direct state regulation of religion and the end of institutional autonomy of religious organizations, um, as well as faith-based independent schools, Jonathan, because um, you're talking about... Um, association's ability to determine their own doctrine and internal workings free from state interference. All of these which are rights that are specifically protected and guaranteed by the South African Constitution. Mm. So turning to your question how, um, let's say for example, I'm part of a church that believes that eldership is male. Now let's say that because equality gets redefined in the mainland bill to mean equal access to opportunities and benefits. Sounds wonderful. Let's apply this to the regulations the minister will have to pass for the church. Okay, do women now, must they have equal access to eldership in my voluntary association, my church? Um, Even if this goes against our core beliefs and how we interpret the Bible, if the minister passes those regulations, yes, we must give women equal access to to eldership. So do you understand how it becomes state regulation of religion? Because all of a sudden the state is telling you how to interpret your Bible and about your faith. Mm. All in the name of equality, which sounds beautiful, and you get mislabeled if you oppose it. But, yeah... It is a very real threat. It really, really is. So we've spoken now a lot about Papuda or that Equality Act. We've spoken about the fact that we've had a wonderful, overwhelming response from the faith community, from individuals and from organizations and churches saying, we don't want to, you know, government really needs to relook at this. But what is the process now going forward from here? So the Department of Justice, who is the department who called for the comments and, you know, who drafted the bill, will have to consider and apply their minds to every single submission that listeners sent in, um, evaluate the comments that they received, and they have to consider whether or not to change the bill accordingly in light of the comments. And if they then decide to proceed with the bill, it will then be tabled in Parliament. Um, in all likelihood, it will be classified as a the type of bill that can only be passed by both houses. Um, and only thereafter can the president sign it into law. So the department has to apply their minds and amend the bill, table it in parliament. Both houses of parliament have to consider it and pass it. And only after both houses have passed it, 
time the president signed it into law. So still quite a process to go. However, Forza will carefully monitor this process and we will keep listeners in the faith community at large informed of every opportunity to engage and vigorously oppose any attempts by the state to erode or eliminate our constitutionally guaranteed rights to religious freedom. Sure. Thank you so much. Last question from my side is where can we go to find out more about these issues that affect our religious freedom and the work that Forza is doing? Um, Jonathan, for those who are interested in knowing more about the religious freedom issues we're currently facing in South Africa, because again, the Peter is but one of them, you can refer them to our website at www.forsa.org.za where they can join Forza as an organization, make a donation. And then, of course, they can also follow us on social media at Facebook, on, um, on social media on Facebook at Freedom of Religion SA. Fantastic. Daniela Ellerbeck, thank you so much for your time. An attorney, a legal advisor to Freedom of Religion South Africa. It's been great chatting to you this morning, and we wish you, wish you and the rest of the team all the best. And uh, we look forward to some positive, uh, further positive stories going forward. Thank you, Jonathan. Always a pleasure talking to you and your listeners. Yo, yo, check it out. If breakfast is the most important meal of your day, rock and ladies and gentlemen, then you need to have yours in the company of friends. It's always on.